What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Miss Jackson, and this is the So What's the Stitch podcast. I do this every time. I do. I do this every time, but I'm back and I'm ready to go. It's so much tea that I may not even need a sub subtopic. I may just only stick with tea. This might be like a tea episode, you know. So let's get straight into it. Um, first of all, rest in peace, Tracy Braxton, my Aries sister. We actually have the same birthday, April 2nd. She passed from a battle of cancer. Um, she battled it in private with just her family. I completely understand why people do that. Rest in peace. So sad. So sad. Um, I think her celebration of life was today. I'm gonna, um, I don't think I'm watch the whole thing because I get emotional and so that'd be too much for me, but I mean, think I might check it out, but yeah, let's get into it. So, um, they dropped the trailer for The Real Housewives um, of Atlanta season 14, and it is actually looking like it's going to be decent. Um, they took their time with this because they lost Cynthia and Portia. So they took their time getting girls and, you know, really trying to come back with a good season because... Season 13 was a bag of garbage. That Bolo stuff was not good. Like, season 13 was a bag of trash. So, they knew that the ratings were down and they had to do something. Even Candy said she was getting a little worried, you know. So, it seems like it's going to do something. Um, Sheree is back, of course. When they are down on their last limb, child, they call Sheree and they know Sheree is going to pick up no shade. Um, It seems like Sheree is finally bringing back She by Sheree. Uh, after 10 years and she had a show at the end of the season I seen a little a clip of that on Instagram uh, I guess she was dealing with Tyrone at the beginning of the season and then she's not anymore um, Drew you know Drew is coming back and she's looking good honey she got ate up for her looks last year so she said no ma'am no ham no turkey she's looking good Kenya's being Kenya take that however you want Marlo's being extra messy her, she really got into it with Candy really bad. Um, I'm not really mad at that because Candy haven't had nobody bring nothing up out of her in a long time since the situation with Phaedra. Candy haven't really had nobody bring up anything up out of her. She's been chilling really since season nine. And, you know, chilling meaning boring, no shade. So it's kind of good that somebody brought out some, like, you know anger and irritation and like drama out of her because she haven't really been bringing up she haven't really been bringing anything to the table I mean I don't know Candy just wanted to be the chill girl and um yeah so you know that is what it's looking like um I have to decide if I want to watch or not because I do miss my girl Portia and Nene, but you know, they had to move on and I'm not really mad, you know, doing that show forever. Like I, I personally don't think I would want to do a reality T show for the rest of my life. I would want to, you know, move forward. I would want to, you know, progress. And it seems like both Nene and Portia are doing that. You know, Nene has a club now and a new boo. Um, yeah, so I wouldn't want to be stuck, you know, in the same thing. But on the other side, Candy said as long as they got a show, she going to be on there. Because she, Candy does, you know, Candy hasn't always been my favorite. But business-wise, she always is going to get a bag. And, you know, so she uses that show and she still works. She Candy keeps a job, honey. So, yeah, we'll see, child. I might pop in and pop out whenever I get ready um, to watch it. I'm not really eager on my toes for it because they acting like season 14 is going to be that girl. And it's probably going to be that girl because 13 wasn't that girl, but it's not going to be that girl out of all the seasons. So, doubt it. Okay? Um, but, yeah. So, what else has been going on? It's been letting a lot of tea going on. Let me see. 
let me see, child. What do y'all think about... <laughs> I don't want to spend too much time on this because I just I just don't. But um, Will Smith slapping Chris. Rock, um, if you guys don't know the backstory about that, you guys should. But they were at the Oscars. Chris Rock hosted the Oscars. And he made a joke at Jada Pinkett Smith saying he couldn't wait for G.I. Jane. Now, if you remember G.I. Jane, it was a movie from back in the day. And the lady was bald. And, you know, Jada is bald, but not by choice. She lost her hair from, um, she lost her hair from, what's it called? Alopecia. So, Will laughed because he probably didn't think, you know, that his wife was going to be hurt by it. But she was hurt by it and she rolled her eyes. She wasn't feeling it. She's like, you know, that wasn't funny to me, but go off. Will walked on stage, slapped the shit out of Chris and left because you know he's like listen I I may have laughed but my wife was affected by it you know what I'm saying and Will and Jada's marriage has been the topic of the subject for years if it's not for this entanglement shit if it's not you know you know, if it's not rumors that they're swinging, it's always something. Um, and I know that they are tired of it. You know what I mean? Like, I I can't imagine. You know what I'm saying? And they've been they've been dealing with it for a lot of they've been dealing with it for a long time and I didn't even know this but um I guess in Will's book he talks about being feeling like he was a coward because he allowed his mother not necessarily allowed but he sat back and watched his mother get abused um, by his father and didn't do anything. And so I guess he's like, you know, nobody is going to. You know, abuse or make fun of my wife and my marriage, period. And. You know, even though I'm not, I'm not excusing the slap itch, <laughs> you know, I'm not excusing the slap itch. However, I understand where he's coming from. And my thing with comedians is the only thing that I can't stand about comedians. Like I love, a, I love a good kiki. Okay. But the only thing I don't like about comedians is the fact that not everything is a joke. Like even if. Even if I'm going to give Chris Rock the benefit of the doubt, because some celebrities do live in a bubble and they don't know everything that's going on, even though um, uh, Jada Smith has spoken on having alopecia, even if he didn't know, still, you know, not everything is a joke and I'm going to give I'm going to give Chris Rock the benefit of the doubt. I really don't think he knew because. Um, I don't think that he would have gone there if he knew that's what happened to her. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think that, I don't think that he would have went there. Um, do I agree with Will Smith standing up for his wife? Yes. Do I agree with the way he went about it? No. I will say this though. I'm not for the coons and the white people and the ass lickers that are, oh, 
Will Smith doing that, it just made me sick to my stomach. And it was traumatizing. Kiss my ass. Kiss my whole entire ass. We've seen worse. Okay. White people do stuff all the time. Okay. And it's not that serious. And I get tired of violence always being painted to like black people. Like black people are the only people that act a fool. White people act a fool too. Okay. It's just only us that gets painted in a bad light. If a white person that went up there and slapped another white man, they, white people wouldn't be saying that they're sick to their stomach. They wouldn't be saying, oh, you know, we, you know, we shouldn't be handling ourselves this way. Like, I just don't think it. Um, We only get that because we are black. And it had nothing to do with, to me, color. It had everything to do with respect. And I think Will Smith just kind of hit a brick wall. And I guess he's just tired of his relationship being the fucking laughing stock. Like, his relationship has been the laughing stock. But, you know, chow. Rihanna's pregnant. I don't know if I mentioned that. It's been a while since I did a show. She's about to pop. I think it's a girl. And I almost think it's two girls in there. I, I don't know why, but I think Rihanna's having twins. Congratulations to Rihanna. Um... What else? It's been a lot going on, guys. That's why I was like, this might just be an t- t- episode for tea because there has been a lot going. Oh, God. Okay. Black China embarrassed herself. She mentioned that she had to sell three of her cars, um, basically alluding that she had to sacrifice um, for her children and she doesn't get child support. Well, Tyga clapped back and was like, I have King Monday through Saturday. I pay for his school. Why would he, why would I pay child support? Rob also said the same thing. He was like, I pay for all the dreams, medicine, medical expenses. I pay, you know, they both pay damn near $40,000 a year for schooling. And Rob also said that he has the baby, I think he said, Tuesday through Saturday. Why would I pay child support? Okay, so you're basically trying to paint this single mother, my baby daddies don't help out narrative, and you know that you're lying. You should have just tried to tweet something else. There, you should have never did that. I believe them 1,000%. I believe them 1,000%. I believe that they do have the children. They basically have full custody. You see your kids once and twice a week. That's embarrassing. Now, if that's what y'all agreed on and you wanted the, only wanted the kids twice a week, whatever. Excuse me. But I just kind of find it odd that with you knowing that arrangement, you would still go online and tweet that. Now, the only thing she said back was lol to tyga so clearly tyga's not lying and she did not respond to rob so i I believe like i said i believe both of them 1000 percent. you know it's just sad that you know she had to paint that narrative and she knew that it was a lie but i'm glad that they clapped back and clapped back and defended themselves i'm very happy about that because if they wouldn't have, you know, I mean, and even if, even if they wouldn't have, it wouldn't have really made them look, look bad because to me, child support is only for men that aren't in their kids' lives or, or don't help out. It doesn't always mean you're a deadbeat. It just means that you weren't trying to do what you had to do on your end. So I had to put my foot down, you know, just like Joey, um, I think her last name is Chavez or something like that. She has a baby by future and Bow Wow. She always says, um, I don't get child support for my baby, baby's fathers. I don't think she means that they're deadbeats. I just think that she means that they do enough where they don't have to be. You know, there's a difference. So I don't really know what China was trying to say by that. But she probably should have left that alone. Yeah. Um, What else has been going on, honey? Mulatto's album dropped and it's it's decent no cap i listened to it and it was straight i'm not even gonna lie to you it was some bops on there i have to finish it i do not like big energy song i don't like it 
And so because of that, I have not played the remix. Even though Mariah Carey, my favorite person, is on the remix, I don't like their song. So I don't think I would like the remix, Mariah Carey or not. Um, Ari and G Herbo are fighting again. Now she's insinuating that his new girl, Tiana, put hands on their child. They fight every couple months. And I secretly kind of, sort of, sort of, kind of feel like I just kind of, sort of, sort of feel like I don't know. I just kind of feel like I feel like Ari is not. I I feel like she's not over. Um, G Herbo because she's been fucking with like Tiana for a long time and it's like what is it going on that we don't know you know like what happened I, I don't know like I honestly feel like she I don't know I feel like I don't know I just kind of feel I think and she never said this. this is just what I think. But I think that he cheated on her with Tiana. And that's why she hates um, Tiana. But nobody knows. Um, nobody knows for sure if um, that happened or not. But it's clear she can't stand her. Like it's clear she cannot stand her so you know we don't know we also don't know for sure if she put her hands on the baby or not I don't see her doing that but we don't I don't know her um she made a good point Tiana clapped back Tiana never claps back and she was like you can say whatever you want about me but don't ever try to insinuate that I would ever put hands on your kid because I would never do that I love him and I know that he's a package deal with the baby. I would never do that. So I don't know what Ari's trying to do. She claimed the baby came home and said that. I don't know. But I would just pray and hope not because that's fucked up. Um, yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just been a lot going on, guys. Um, this stuff in Ukraine is, is is a mess, honey. But I just don't want to be in it. I really want Biden to say our name is Bennett and we're not in it. Like, you can, like, block stuff from Russia. I don't care about that. But please don't have our people go to war. Not for that. Um, yeah, what else has been going on, guys? else has been going on i'm ready for some shows i'm ready for p valley um i kind of been in and out of real housewives of new jersey it's just um i mean it's okay but it, I don't like when seasons are only based around, it seems to be, it seems to be that, uh, as of lately, it'd be like seasons and not even just New Jersey, like several, uh, several franchises, like the, the, um, season to be based around one person. I, I don't like that. I think that it should be, um, I think everybody should come with a little something. You know, I think everybody should come with a little something. But um, it seems like this season has only been about really Jen and Teresa. So when the girls cringe and be like, the Teresa show, it's not the Teresa. Like, low key, it looked like the Teresa show because all y'all talk about, if y'all not talking about Jen, it's Teresa. You know what I'm saying? So... I think that everybody should hold their own weight. Like, Melissa, to me, has never held her own weight. 
To me, Melissa drama is always about has always something to do with Teresa. That's just my opinion. I don't feel like I don't feel like Melissa has ever really brought anything. You know, and that's sad, but whatever. You know, that's lame. She needs to go. Sorry, guys. I was trying to look at some more stuff to talk about. But, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just... I've been in and out. I haven't really been watching anything. I'm not watching Bad Boys Club. I'm not watching that. I'm not watching that trash. Um, I don't support Zeus. I wanted to because it's black affiliated, but I, I don't support Zeus by any means. Um, all the shows are negative. Jocelyn thinks she's a pimp. Beating on those women, hitting on those women. And I didn't even know. I thought all those girls was just scared to fight Jocelyn because they would get jumped by the other girls because Jocelyn got all them girls wrapped around her finger. The reason why them girls can't hit Jocelyn back is because in their contract, and this is just what I heard. I'm not totally sure. So let me throw in alleged. I heard allegedly that if those girls hit Jocelyn back, they're off the show. They don't get paid. Like, they're done. So, they just stick it out. But I think that that's a whack reason to, you know what I'm saying? Like, put your hand. Like, I, I just feel like every season, every season, uh, just. Sorry, y'all. But, yeah, like. Um, it's not cute. Her putting her hands on that girl, and those girls. And what I really want to see is because I heard the girls is suing. So what I really want to see is uh, the girls sue Jocelyn. Um, they win and they make it so bad where that show is off the air and low key Zeus is done. That's what I really want to happen because like it's not even cute. Even recently. Um, with the whole bad boys thing, a guy by the name of Lon Christopher, he was on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood a few years ago. And he was heated, honey, because he felt like his friend got set up, like his friend got um set up, yeah. And he, he said that the the CEO was like kicking about it with the guy who uh ran up on his friend. And it's just like, why laugh at something like that? And then I watched the I watched the live of um I watched the live of him like confronting the CEO about it and the CEO was just trying to act like he didn't know like what was going on, why Milan was hurt, talking about oh I'm on both sides and this, that, and the third. And it's just like, yeah, I get that, but you should still conduct yourself in a you know a little bit more of a mature professional way for you to laugh at that and try to like stir up mess I just I just feel like it's unprofessional you know what I mean and I don't know so I'm not supporting that garbage I know garbage is unfortunately what sells and give you I don't like it so I've never I ain't never in my life ever uh subscribe and pay for Zeus because I'm not interested in nothing that they got going on okay so yeah I never ever ever have and I never ever ever will and like I said I am just hoping that they take that crap off the air well not on the air but wherever it is because it's not on the air but wherever it is I just think that it should be gone because I don't think that it's cool that they sit up and allow Jocelyn to treat those girls like that um you know I I don't know if she's reliving her past but you know, she's in the, the other shoes because I don't know if she was a prostitute back in the day and now she thinks she could treat these girls like prostitutes. I really don't know, but it's not cute. And, you know, because it got so bad, I really hope that they take it off the air. If you don't know what I'm talking about, um, at the reunion, it was a lot of fights. One of the girls ran up on Jocelyn from what I heard and knocked Jocelyn out. From what I heard, 
and either Jocelyn and her crew or all the above or whatever, they put hands on this girl. And the girl also said that her boyfriend, Ballistic, pulled her by her hair and I think like threw her to the ground or something like that. Something along those lines, which I think is completely unacceptable. Like to put your hands on a woman, like you can, you can, um, break the fight up, but you ain't got to put your hands on no woman. Like you proud of that. You know what I mean? So, you know, I just, I can't take it, but I'm so for them canceling that garbage. I'm for them canceling that trash. And, uh, yeah, like I said, it's just been a lot of tea going on ladies and gentlemen, um, oh God, this little girl, this 21 year old woman, she was drunk driving and she killed three people. She killed two officers and she killed a pedestrian. What happened was she got pulled over originally for drunk driving. Um, they only let her go because, uh, they had to go and get someone else. So they let her go because they had to go get someone else. Um, I think this, the, the young man that she also ended up killing was like a, a pedestrian in the, in, on the highway, like just walking down the highway, which, you know, clearly is not safe. So they had, the police officers had went to go get her, I mean him. This young lady proceeds to tweet um, that she was the best drunk driver ever and that the police officers told her that she was doing one, uh, that she was doing 110 in the 50 or something like that, which I mean, that's not funny. That's uber dangerous. After she tweeted that, she sped off. And hit all three of those people and killed them instantly. She's 21 and they pulled up previous tweets. Um, Charlemagne the God read off her tweets um, on The Breakfast Club. It was like a, over 10 tweets and probably more than that of her tweeting, um, bragging about driving drunk and being drunk all the time. I mean, this girl said, oh, uh, do say don't get me drunk no more and I'm so drunk and my homegirls is getting drunk without me and this that and the third listen <laughs> I I never thought that driving drunk was funny I never have ever been a advocate for people to drive drunk um, unfortunately I have been in the car with people that have been drunk behind the wheel. Um, I trusted them that they would get us home safely, but this is not a game. Like it's not a game. And what's so sad and unfortunate is that this little girl is nine, I mean, 21 years old, which means she's never getting out. She killed three people. Her life is over like she's so young her life is over like and have you noticed and i'm not i don't wish death on nobody but have you ever noticed have y'all been peeping that like the people who be drunk behind the wheel they don't ever be the ones that be dying it'd be the innocent vi people who get hit that always get killed it never be the driver it always be the person that they hit i've noticed that you know, and like, I'm not trying to say it should be the other way around because, like I said, I don't wish death on nobody. But I just have noticed the last few times that I've heard of, like, drunk driving incidents, it's always, you know what I'm saying, the driver that was drunk that still is alive. And it's just sad. Like, nobody deserves that. Um they're about to really make a mock of this girl. They're really about to make an example of this girl. Like how they did Jesse when they uh tried to send him to jail and then he got out and we gonna touch on that in a minute. Um, They are really gonna try and make a... And she's black on top of it. 
on Twitter bragging about getting drunk and turning up and they just pulled me over and told me that I did 110 and 50 like that's funny like I don't know I just I don't know and then like we gotta start holding like some of our friends accountable like, we got to start hoping some. Thank God, like, none of my friends get tore up like that and get behind the wheel because I would be like, no, you're not going nowhere. Like, you're not going anywhere. <laughs> you're going to Uber or you're going to stay the night. Like, it's too many. Like, it's Uber. It's Lyft. Like, you don't have to get behind the wheel drunk. Like, you don't have to. And I don't know why people be thinking they're above Uber and Lyft. You're not. It's so convenient. So you can go out and have a good time and and not be, you know, responsible to get yourself home after having a few drinks. Like, or carpool or, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. It's just weird that people really, it's people out here who really think they are above Uber and Lyft when Uber and Lyft could save lives. You know what I'm saying? Like, Uber and Lyft can save lives. So, the only thing that I feel bad about, like, first of all, she's totally wrong. She's wrong. She's wrong. She's wrong for tweeting it and thinking it's a joke. So, they just pulled me over. I'm doing uh, 150 or 110. She's wrong. Period. She's wrong. Because that's not funny. But they are about to fry this girl so bad. And I just, I don't even want to see it because it don't even, it don't help that she's black. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and I'm not trying to throw the race car, but it's true. You know, we get it harder. We get it harder. And, you know, they're really about to fry this little girl. So, you know, hopefully they keep. Uh, us updated on what goes on with her because I really would love to know like what happens with this girl I would really I want to know um okay <laughs> I spoke on Jussie Smollett um you know everybody is down the middle with this you know and I just do I believe that Jesse's innocent no let me just get that out the way I don't think he's innocent by any means do I feel like he deserved jail time? No. Period. So when he got out the next day or two days later after he had that rent in court, which I do feel like is necessary and a lot of black people should do that. Um, homosexual or not, I think a lot of black people should do that. Like, I'm not suicidal. I did not kill myself because Sandra Bland and everything. Um... I just don't feel like what he did was jail worthy. You know what I'm saying? It was a waste of time. It was, first of all, (laughs) let's keep it a buck. Y'all did not spend that much time on that because it didn't take that much time because it wasn't that hard to put two and two together that he lied. He made it up. You know, why he's still rolling around town saying that he's innocent, we will never know. This has been like three, four years later, and he's still running around town saying that he's innocent. We will never know what's going through his head, you know, then, now, ever. But do I feel like he deserved jail time? No. You know, it's black people that was really happy that he was about to go to jail. Nine times out of ten, he will never be on TV again. He'll probably just only be doing, like, behind-the-scene projects. Like, he did a... He, uh, either helped direct or he like he was a part of some like low budget like and I don't mean to call it low budget that's mean but he was a part of some type of like project and um he wasn't in it he was just behind the scenes of it he'll probably end up just doing that for the rest of his life which I know he does not want but he don't have no choice because nobody probably will work work with him again and I just think that that's lame because there are people out here that have done much worse and their careers bounce back like it never happened. Well, who are you referring to? Okay. And you know, I you know what? I was about to give examples, but they're white and 
they have white privilege. Jesse is half white, but he's still looked at as a black man. So that really doesn't matter. Um, only, only we do that to our people. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, which is unfortunate. It's like, we don't give second chances. Like, white people, they will give second chances. Like, Amanda Bynes is a nut. Like, but she probably will get to work. Um, Lindsay Lohan be in and out of rehab every fucking two years and drunk driving and carrying on. And she's been doing that since she was a child, you know, because Disney messed her head up. But, you know, if she wants to work, she can. It's only black people where if we do something, you know what I'm saying? We don't give our people a second chance, which to me is just crazy. But, you know, I was very vocal that I did not feel like Jesse deserved jail time. So when he got out, <laughs> I was happy. Yeah, I was very happy. I don't feel like he deserved jail time, period. He didn't do, it'd be different if he had committed the um, rape crime like on someone else, but he did it, he faked it on himself. You know what I'm saying? Not nothing. Nobody got hurt. And those fucking Nigerian men that he pulled into that and apparently he was, having a dealio with one like well from what I know <laughs> no like uh gun was put to their head you know what I'm saying like no gun they did that because they wanted to you know what I'm saying I don't know how he uh talked them into agreeing into it doing it uh besides pay but they agreed to it no a gun was not put to their head like I said he said that he was sexually involved with one so yeah it probably didn't take much and then once it backfired they started singing like Mariah <laughs> they were singing you know they was telling and you know that's their choice but I just kind of feel like bottom line is I don't feel like Jesse should go to jail like I said this man is blackballed because black people we do that to our people he'll never work again like I, like I said unless he's behind the scenes and what I really want to know was why which we will never get that answer because he's still standing on he's innocent like in the court he screamed that you know he screamed like I could have admitted to this years ago which is true because this has been We've been talking about this for years, okay? We've been talking about this for years, you know? Um, so he, he said that he could have said that he did it years ago, and he's still standing by it. Nobody believes it, you know, but his family, they gonna ride, they gonna stand beside him, which, you know, I stand beside him as the fact that I don't feel like he should get time, but I don't stand beside him saying that he's innocent. I don't feel like he's innocent. I don't feel like that happened to him. I feel like he made it up with those Africans, you know, but prayer, I still am praying for Jesse. You know, I don't, you know, I don't wish no downfall on no black man for real, you know, especially when around this time he was at the height of his career, basically, you know, he was working a lot, you know, he was doing, he was doing more than just Empire because I think Empire was about to end or get in. He had, he had other things going on. So, you know, prayers up for Jesse. You know, I, I do want him to get back together. Hey, and then maybe in a few years, <laughs> maybe, you know, 2020, 20, uh, six <laughs> people will forgive him. And he'll be working on screen again. And he won't have to be off screen for the rest of his life. You know, I'm really hoping for that. But anyway. Um, I think that I am going to. I don't know if I should get into you. Let's talk about my girl Lotto. You know, I mentioned her album. You know, I mentioned her album and um, she said that she was struggling getting her album together because it was men that didn't want to keep it professional and um, it was 
hard to clear songs and guys basically were saying like oh well not guys a guy which i felt like it's kodak black said that if he didn't if she didn't give him none that he wasn't gonna you know clear his verse for the album he came out and immediately said that it wasn't him we all know and feel like it was him then his producer or something made up or came up with a story about what happened in the studio basically confirming that it was him so you know i'm not a huge fan of kodak black never have been i believe 1000 percent that he did it i'm glad she spoke on it because it happens to women all the time and something needs to be done period Something needs to be done. Like women should not have to go through this if they're just trying to be in this industry and, you know, uh, uh, handle their business and be rappers just like anybody else. It's really sad. But I'm, I haven't been a Kodak fan ever. So I, you know, I don't know. I just really hope that, you know, more women put their foot down when it comes to situations like that because it's not cool and niggas need to learn how to excuse me male in the industry (laughs) need to learn how to separate um business you know and she has a boyfriend we don't know who he is but she has a man so no she's not trying to freak on rappers for songs like that's craziness you know so I'm sorry she had to go through that, but, you know, I pray that it gets better with time because nobody has time for that. Megan is still going back and forth um, in the studio, uh, in in court with Carl, um, about Carl Crawford. He's the owner of her previous record label, 1501, I believe the name of it is. I feel like he should just let her go, but she's still under contract to give him give him an album before she can leave. He's to me is just um, bitter because she started there and now she's popping and left. I think that he should just let her go. But, you know, if I was her, I would just give him the doggone album and then leave because it's. Like I said, men don't know how to separate the business, once again, from personal, and it gets dirty. And court is a long process. I think they've been in court, too, for a long time. So, I just pray that, you know, she can get justice and she can be free. This happens a lot to a lot of women. Not even just women. It happens to a lot of people in general. But, you know, Megan, she's ready to do her thing. She's ready to just be free. I would have just turned that project she put out into an album so I could have I bounced. But she didn't. So, yeah. All right, guys. I'm going I'm to take a break real quick. And then I'm going to come back at you with probably more tea. I might continue the tea and I might give y'all a subtopic. We're going to see. All right. Mm. Y'all, I told a story. I lied. I fibbed. I did all that. Earlier, I told y'all that I would not be watching Bad Boys Club. Bad Boys, whatever. Well, I did. And it is ratchet. It is ghetto. It is all that. And it's, um, but it's funny. I'm not going to lie. It's funny. I don't support Zeus. I ain't never watched anything on Zeus, but baby, listen, that dog on Bad Boys is hilarious. I'm not even gonna lie to y'all. Um, so originally the reason why I wanted to watch it was because Andrew Caldwell, also known as Mr. Delivered was on his Instagram sitting up there talking about, I'm not on the show. I'm not on the show. And he did a a rant like uh, live like saying how they treated him poorly and they was trying to jump him 
and they bullied him and this, that, and the third. And he is known for lying. Like he bends the truth a lot. So I wanted to see what really happened. Honey, not only was he not bullied, he was doing the bullying. He was talking crap to every single person on that cast. And from what they said he was saying, they said he was calling them like prostitutes, trailer trash. I mean, he was just going off. We only seen him get into it with like two or three people. But he was going hard on the two and three people that we did see him get into it with, saying the king has arrived and I'm not arguing with these low budget pay. I mean, he was just, he was going in, y'all. Like, he was going in and then ran after, you know, they weren't taking it. He ran. So, you know, that's what he get. They called him out at the airport. They stopped him at the airport. He tried to lie. And so I just really wanted to see what happened with that. But I ended up watching all of it. And baby, 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 it's T. I'm not even gonna lie to y'all. Um, the only people I knew of going into it was obviously Milan, Christopher, he was on Love and Hip Hop, and um, Andrew Caldwell. Um, I know of Jonathan, the hairstylist. From what I was told, he's only on one, only on one episode. And... Um, that's it. Oh, of course, where the money resides. His name is Darrell. We don't really know him. He just went viral from that one thing. Honey, he is on there. Darrell came through swinging, literally and figuratively, honey. He came in swinging. He was drinking and he fought three people his first episode. Um, there's this white boy named Dylan who um, who tried to write a check that his butt couldn't cash. He, I think he did it for a uh, rate. He was trying to like start some mess ratings and it backfired. Um, the girl came out. Basically, his name is like Dylan the Baddest or something like that. And then the other white guy's name is William the Baddest. So the other guys on the bus was just like, well, who's really the baddest? And William wasn't really trying to argue or fight about it. He was just like, it is what it is. We'll see this, that, and the third. Dylan jumps up like he's about it. And was like, oh, I heard you was talking mess about me. I heard you was talking about me. Just fake thugging, basically. So the rest of the cast, they're black. So, of course, they're like, okay, well, you want to smoke? So out of nowhere, Dylan jumps up and he's like, do you want to fight? Do you want to fight? Get outside. And him and the other boy, William, had a standoff. A little standoff. Like they both were standing there and nobody wanted to swing. So, um, Darrell, Mr. Where the Money Reside, stood in between them and said, If y'all don't fight, I'm gonna fight y'all. Now, I'm not for that, but I wasn't completely mad that he said that to Dylan because Dylan instigated the fight. He tried to check William on the bus and he is the one that said do you want to fight so I wasn't really mad that Dylan I mean that Darrell was like if you don't fight him I'm gonna beat your butt because it's like why'd you do all that so they were like both windmilling at the air William and Dylan were windmilling at the air Darrell got mad and he swung on Dylan he fought Dylan Dylan was leaking like a faucet Dylan ran like a little punk and he was behind the um the bushes like I don't wanna fight, I don't wanna fight, I don't wanna get jumped, I don't wanna get jumped. So they were mad at Darrell for doing that, even though he said that he was gonna do it. I don't know if they just thought that he wasn't gonna do it or what. But they were upset that he did that. So Darrell was like, Okay, well why don't I just make it even? And fought William. And I was just like, oh, like, I wasn't really feeling that. Like I said, I didn't care about about Dylan because, you know, he started it. But I just didn't really feel like William really deserved that because he didn't want to fight to begin with. Like, he never wanted to fight. He was so caught off guard and flabbergasted. Like, I just felt bad for him. So, Milan Christopher, he was on 
loving hip hop and he's done other things. He didn't like that. He didn't like it. He didn't like it. So he went up to Darrell and was just like, why did you do that? You know, like, what was your point? Why did you, why did you do that? And Darrell, Darrell had been drinking. Darrell, I had seen Darrell with at least two or three drinks. So him being drunk probably had something to do with why he felt like it was okay to fight them. But he basically was just like, y'all heard what I said. I told them that if they did not fight, I was going to fight them. Well, Milan was not feeling that. And when they were watching um, Andrew Caldwell's departure video, after the video, Milan goes, I still don't really appreciate what you did to Darrell and proceeds to throw his drink on Darrell and they start fighting. So Darrell had an event for the first day in the house. He fought three people. Um, In his confessional, he was saying how he beat three people up. Um, Bit of a stretch with, uh, a bit of a stretch with Milan. I'm not going to say he beat up Milan, but I mean, obviously with Dylan and William, yeah, because neither one of them wanted to fight, which is why, you know, I was confused. But see, the thing with Dylan, he didn't think anybody was going to call him on his bluff, you know? He was trying to show out. So that there's a lot, you want to fight? You want to fight? And he didn't think anybody was going to call him out on his bluff. Well, they did. And so he looked stupid. And now we know that he's not, he's not a fighter. You know, so he made himself look like a fool and, you know, that's his fault for instigating it up and he couldn't back it up. That's his fault. But child, this, this show is a mess. Like I had to share it with y'all because I really did not think that I was going to watch it, but I am. <laughs> and it's, it's funny. I am not going to lie. Ghetto ratchet. Yes, but it's funny. Now they got three quote unquote and heavy heavy on the quote-unquote straight men on the show which all three of them are gay the only one that's honest about it is Kirk Franklin's son I think his name is Carrion he said he's bisexual I think he's I think he's um what's the word um I forgot the word he he said bisexual but I think it's when you really pansexual there you go I think he's pansexual but anyway he was honest about it. And the two other guys by the name of Moolah and Curtis, I think personally they're in the closet. Um, Moolah more so than Curtis because the girl said that uh, Curtis had a boyfriend a few years ago and he looks very gay. Like he looks very gay. He looks more gay than Moolah, but they're both in the closet because they just came out the gate um, picking with carry on and was trying to segregate the house. Milan said that, and I agree, trying to segregate the house. And I'm talking about, uh, we change straight, we change straight. First of all, I haven't heard that shit since I was in middle school. Don't know grown men, you know what I'm saying, sit up talking about teen straight. And furthermore, if you so damn teen straight, why the fuck did you take your quote-unquote straight ass, okay, to a house where you knew it was going to be predominantly gay men. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you so, you so, you know, you so quick to prove your sexuality is making you look suspect as hell. And Carrion was on their ass because he was, because they was on his ass. He's like, what's y'all relationship? Y'all too close. Like, y'all lovers, y'all go together. Like, it's suspect that y'all so worried about my sexuality and this that and the third and he was right like what are y'all together like i don't like them i don't like moolah and i don't like curtis curtis isn't as bad as moolah but they're both in the closet and i think that they are so quick to jump on carry on because they are struggling with accepting it but uh like i said curtis ain't really in the closet because the girl said he had a boyfriend three years ago um so out of nowhere, Moolah swings on Carrion, caught him off guard, and like he, because the security is trying to get them, you know, far apart, he like 
bumped into Curtis. So Curtis like pushes him hard as hell for whatever reason. And because he pushed him hard as hell, Milan punched his ass. And I really wasn't mad at that because it's like, y'all low key ganging up on Carrion and y'all trying to force him to tell you what his sexuality is. And it ain't really none of your damn business, quiet as it's kept. You know what I'm saying? Like, you need to know this nigga's gay for what? You need to know this nigga's straight for what? You don't even know what the fuck you are. Well, you know what you are, but you haven't come to acceptance of what you are. You know what I mean? So, I was so happy that Milan swung off on. I wish he would have swung off on Mula, but Curtis, you want to be a part of it so bad, you can get it too. And I was very happy, very happy. <laughs> that he did that i'm not even on the cat and it's weird because moolah punched um well excuse me moolah snuck um carry on because carry on was like ain't no nigga touched me yet y'all excuse my background i'm outside it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood but anyway <laughs> um he snuck him I think for saying, ain't no nigga touched me yet. But y'all, Gutta said the same shit at least three or four times. And Mula didn't do or say a word. He didn't do shit. Like, he hit the, the mannequin challenge every fucking time. Like, he didn't do a damn thing. Mula said at least a few times, y'all niggas ain't hitting on nothing. Anybody can get it. I'm ready for whatever. You can't force nobody to tell their sexuality. I mean, he was throwing all type of shade. And it was clearly towards Moolah and Curtis. And they did not do shit. But you want smoke with carry on. Yeah, I know why. <laughs> you want smoke with carry on because you know carry on is acceptance, is accepting himself for being a bisexual or a pansexual man. And you know that you're in the closet and you're not accepting of it. I'm tw I'm 28 years old. Ain't no fucking straight man. One, walking around town talking about team straight like it's 2008. Cause niggas did that back in the day. Team straight, team gay, team bi. Nobody's doing that shit. That shit is so late. Okay. And two, no straight man, whether he is homophobic or not, is going into a house where basically everybody is... That whole house basically is gay. I was so confused because before I tuned in, everybody was like, oh, half the house is gay and half the house is straight. No. That whole fucking house is gay. And then Carrion is bisexual. And then the two want to be straight thugs, but they're gay too. So if you really straight, why are you in the house with a bunch of gay niggas? And it seems like he picks at every little thing that they do. Like they was at the party where the baby fought Danny Lay's brother. And you know, they were at a bowling alley and he was getting mad because, you know, um, William was twerking and he said he was twerking on his back and he like did the most because of that. Like he's just walking around like the an angry st fake straight man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like he's just walking around like a angry fake straight man. I'm going to just say this. Homophobia is deep rooted from somewhere. I'm not saying that every that every man that's homophobic is gay. I'm not going to say that. However, I do feel like it's deep rooted from somewhere. Either you're either you're gay and you're struggling with it like them too or you got a family member that's uncomfortable like something happened in your childhood like Nobody just wakes up hating gay people. 
I feel like it's deep rooted. Like, like Boosie. Boosie to me is suspect. He made a video. He made a video and he was thoroughly explaining in detail watching two men in prison fuck. And his words verbatim was, he was taking that dick, biting that dick from the back. That means you were watching. Because no other man is going to go into detail. Not like that, about watching two other men have sex. I really think that he's, I think he's a little bisexual. And then he's forcing straight, like a heterosexuality on his children. And quiet as is kept. Nah, I ain't even gonna go there. I ain't gonna go there. It's gonna stay quiet. But, <laughs> I ain't gonna go there. But, yeah, I think he's bisexual. So I just think that every man that has deep-rooted hate, it comes from somewhere. Women, too. Because there are women that hate gays as well. And it's like, why do you just wake up hating, you know, a certain type of people? You know, or a certain type of person. Especially if they're not bothering you. If he didn't like William twerking on his back, there's a way to say that. But the way he gets angry, it's more to it than just the twerk. Because nobody's forcing you to be there. Just like nobody forced Andrew Caldwell to pack his shit and get the hell on. So if you're that offended by gay men and the whole house is gay, then leave. I mean, it, it literally is just that simple. Leave. Leave. If you're that offended, leave. You're not making, you're so offended and you're so team straight, which is a lie, but you're in a house with a bunch of gay niggas and you ain't left yet. So are you really straight, my nigga? Are you? And I'm gonna be honest. I feel like the producers put him to do that too. Like, I do feel like some of that is real, but I do feel like the producers like egged him on to do that shit for, you know, views and drama and shit like that. Cause it literally just came out the fucking nowhere. Like, this is team straight. We team straight. And we didn't know how you rolling. No, you need to grow the fuck up and you need to go to council. <laughs> That's what she needed to do. So, I don't know if that all that was real, but it's, it's crazy. And it definitely started some shit in the house. So, it seems like it's... Y'all, it's a ratchet mess. I ain't gonna lie. And I, I lied to y'all. And I told y'all I wasn't gonna watch it. And look at me. <laughs> so, we gonna see how the rest of the season goes. I'm going to be talking about it because it's about to get even crazier. Like I said, you know, Jonathan, the hairstylist, got into it with one of Milan's friends. And we've seen that all over social media. Him, you know, knocking that dude in the head with a chair. Jonathan claims he was getting his head back. <sighs> Let me tell you something. Jonathan going on that show, to me, was not smart. You know what I'm saying? Like, you had you are a celebrity hairstylist. Why do you need to do that? Cause I know you're getting, I know you're getting a coin. I mean, you're doing everybody here. Keisha Cole, Nikki. You're doing everybody hair. And I just feel like that show was just kind of beneath him. And that's just how I feel, and that's how I'm gonna continue to feel. I just feel like that show was a little beneath him. So, you know, I don't know. If I had a brand, you know, an up and coming brand like Jonathan, I would never do that. But that's just me, you know, that's just me. But yeah, guys, I just wanted to let you guys know that I cannot believe that I actually watched <laughs> more than one episode of that show. And we'll probably continue to tune in. So I'm going to update y'all on the show. 
as it goes on because I really want to see like because from what I'm told I don't want to spoil it even though it was a few spoilers on the internet I don't want to spoil it but yeah I guess I'm going to update y'all with the ratchet mess <laughs> since I'm watching it so I just wanted to tell y'all I lied child I lied I lied like a rug I watched it and I think I'm going to continue <laughs> so that is all guys this your girl Miss Jackson and this is the So What's the Stitch podcast you can follow me on the gram and twitter if you don't have it it is ahem. hold on guys it is underscore Miss Jackson XO that's underscore Miss Jackson XO. All right. And that is all. Ooh.